Hello, and welcome to Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. Welcome to the Lazy Members Approach to Pathways, and thank you for listening. You're listening to Segment 2. Now what? Am I really lost without a manual? Hooray, hooray, hooray. The traditional program has retired. The official Toastmasters education program worldwide is now Pathways, and I can retire as Pathways chair. Or can I? Hmm. In segment one, I'd come to four conclusions on how my Toastmasters journey was to continue. Conclusion one was that I would continue to be a role model and advisor on our educational program for members, which means I need to stay knowledgeable about pathways to be able to confidently answer questions. Not long ago, I found myself in an ethical crossroads during a discussion with another district leader. They had been quite vocal about not transitioning from the legacy program because it would be a waste of money to not complete all those papal manuals they had purchased and not yet finished. Okay, first, let's be crystal clear here. That is a personal decision that I can and will respect. However, the issue came when they had the gall to complain to me in the role of Pathways Chair about how I wasn't doing more to get their members to adopt Pathways. I was now on the hot seat, and I had to make a choice. Speak the truth or dodge the question. If you know me, you probably already know what happened next. And for those of you who don't know me, well, here's a little bit of the conversation. First, of course, I took a deep breath, and then I responded. Well, let me ask you this instead. As a leader and an ambassador for Toastmasters, where integrity is our number one core value, when you are in front of these members, what are you role modeling? Is it Pathways? Or is it legacy? The speeches you've been giving, weren't they all from your legacy manuals that you made it the priority to complete? You are the leader they look up to, so if you're not embracing pathways, why should you expect them to? When you get on board with pathways, they will follow you. So how can I help you get enrolled in pathways and presenting those level one projects. Look, whether you embrace online learning or not, the fact remains as a Toastmaster that you've promised to support the education program, and that program is Pathways. Online is where our learning modules now live, unless, of course, you've chosen or are otherwise restricted to the print approach. After nearly three years now of exploring all the nooks and crannies of Pathways, the numerous emails and phone calls with World Headquarters offering suggestions for improvement, 
and hundreds of presentations, speeches, and online conversations with members, I can say with 100% confidence that the reasons to get on board with Pathways vastly outweigh the excuses not to. It really is time to move on. And I've created this approach for handling Pathways learning with the least amount of effort possible. One effect that getting older has had on me is a heightened intolerance of wasted paper. I purge, then the piles pile up again. It's all that junk mail that I have to be careful with in order to avoid throwing out something important. The magazines I should cancel but hope to keep reading, the many stacks of constant research I perform on nutrition, diabetes reversal, upcoming presentations and workshops, or, of course, some new interest I've recently become distracted by. I'm just going to have to face the fact that paper is always going to be around. Going paperless may be my passion, albeit an unrealistic one. When Toastmasters announced the move to online learning, I was immediately on board. Without hesitation, I filled a large recycle bin with 15 years of old manuals, speeches, certificates, programs, just stuff. I rearranged the newfound space to combine my work and my personal life into a more efficient and comfortable space. That turned out to be a blessing, since that quadrant of the room is where I now spend the majority of my days in these pandemic times, along with the old refrigerator we thankfully decided to hold on to after the new one arrived last year. Still, I do crave paper from time to time, so I decided to keep my printers. But the more I pinch pennies, the more I resist buying the reams of paper they require. So the first thing I had to figure out with Pathways Online Learning was whether there was anything I really would need to have in print. Yes, I've tried the downloading PDFs approach creating folders inside folders on my hard drive, what I learned was that the only truly beneficial downloads for me were the level one projects, the icebreaker, the evaluation and feedback project, and research and presenting project. I use those fundamental projects over and over, both for myself and for the new members I mentor. For everything else, for me, it's really just easier and faster to log into Basecamp and go right back to the project for whatever information I'm looking for. Since I work from two computers each day and can access Basecamp from either one of them, those few clicks are so much more convenient than moving over to the personal computer just to dig through my hard drive. Maybe retirement will change that perspective, but We'll see when I get there. One other item I download as PDFs in store are the results of those personal assessments and reflection activities we're asked to do for various projects. I do keep those because they often inspire other speeches 
and I do so hate to start a speech with a blank page. For me, that's really it. Since I know I'll revisit many of these projects during my Pathways journey, especially the electives, I know I'll see all the details again, perhaps even refreshed by Toastmasters International. For example, I just recently decided to purchase a new instance of Presentation Mastery. More on why when we get to segment three. At one point in repurchasing the path, I got the on-screen warning that doing this would remove all the history and results in my transcript of the previous version of Presentation Mastery. Honestly, I did hesitate for just a moment. My professional mind soon took over. It knew that this was just a software efficiency step, avoiding eating up drive space on the servers. Resetting a path was not going to remove the completion results from my educational history. This step would just remove the assessment results, progress tags, and other activity details that the system stores to create the user experience. Those 17 confident communicator manuals I'd stored in the file cabinet for 20 years flashed before my eyes and inspired me to click OK. Yes, it felt just as refreshing as dumping those paper manuals into the recycle bin. It is rare, however, that I have to, time to sit down and write an entire speech in one setting. What usually happens is I noodle on the topic in my head while waiting to board a plane, shampooing my ever-thinning hair, or waiting in drive through lines these days. Of course, there's also when I see or read something that triggers the thought I want to expound on. 20 years ago, I could remember all those tidbits until I sat down to write the actual speech. Today, <laughs> not so much. To ensure I retain those little gems of ideas, I keep one manila file folder on my desk. In it are the project descriptions of each of the projects for the pathways levels I'm currently working. At the top of each sheet is the name of the path and the level it's for, and whether it's an elective or a required project. Then, I underscore the key objectives from the purpose and overview sections so that I refresh my memory each time I review it. The best part, though, is all the white space left on the printed page of a project description. It's the perfect place for me to easily jot down all those little gems that will live there and provide the quick inspiration when I'm ready to actually write the speech. And yes, I will always write out my speeches. Because I hate wasting paper, I'll use the backside of the sheet to mind map my first outline of the actual speech, my objectives, my opening point, my conclusion point, and finally, the storyboard of the speech body content points I'll be expounding on. Why this works so well for me now is because having that one folder within reach lets me develop the speech over short bursts of time without losing any traction on the progress. 
It also lends itself really well to the ongoing refinement I do as the speech comes together. Then, when the time comes that I'm going to actually sit down and write the final speech, I grab my one sheet of notes and put them in front of me as I start typing away on the keyboard. Years ago, I created a Microsoft Word speech template that's pre-formatted for the parameters I need to stay in. The font size, margins, and line spacing all ensure that each page I write can be delivered in two to two and a half minutes. When I'm mentoring or training speakers today, I love to quote from the successful speaker series, the story of the woodcarver and the little boy. The little boy asks the woodcarver how he carves the pretty horses, to which the woodcarver pauses before responding with, I just carve away what ain't horse. It's an eternal lesson on how to craft winning speeches. I rely on my template to know that two to three pages of text is my proverbial woodblock to begin carving out my five to seven minute speech before I even have to physically time myself. I love that kind of efficiency. Between copy and paste and the delete key, speech writing is now so much easier than paper, pencils, and erasers. By finding my way to make speech writing easier, I'm motivated to speak more, which means I'm continually practicing both my written and oral communication skills. So there it is, step one in my new lazy member approach. Each time I'm going to be starting a new level, I log into Basecamp, open each project, including the selective electives for that level, and do two things. First, I complete the first assessment of the project before I know anything else about the content. And second, I print every project description and mark them up with my own idea notations. Looking through each of the projects now laying on my desk before me, I get a sense for the amount of effort I'll need for each one and in what order I want to work them in. Having now imprinted that information onto my brain cells, I can tuck those paper project descriptions into my manila folder and let the noodling begin. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. To volunteer to be featured on the podcast or to suggest future topics, write podcast at aztoastmasters.org. That email again is podcast at aztoastmasters.org. Toastmasters International and all other Toastmasters International trademarks and copyrights are the sole property of Toastmasters International. This podcast is independent of Toastmasters International. It is not endorsed by, sponsored by, affiliated with, or otherwise connected with Toastmasters International, other than for the use of the name Toastmasters International.